Hello, it's Peter Wright and Kathleen Bove with another episode of the Yacking Show, Harmony, your path to wholeness channel, where we bring you interesting guests to talk about your path to wholeness, and it covers health and lifestyle, personal development, and a few other things together. As always, we do that by bringing interesting guests. Today, you've got a bonus. We've got two guests for one, but it's not my job to introduce guests. So first, let's introduce Kathleen Bove, our co-host, and she will introduce our guests. Over to you. How are you doing, Kathleen? I'm doing great, Peter. Thank you. And thank you also very much for tuning into our show. We so appreciate having you. And as Peter mentioned, we do have two special guests with us today. We are so thrilled to welcome the co-founders of the Hero Tribe with us today, Sasha and Camilla. Hello, how are you today? Thank you very well. Thank you for having us on your show today. Well, the Hero the Hero Tribe is, a, they have a vision and that vision is to help train and mentor you to bring out the true, your, your true unique self. And, um, just let's just jump right into it because I think they can describe this a whole lot better than I can. So whoever wants to take this on, I've just given a very broad description of what the Hero Tribe is about. But can you give us a little bit more details as to what the Hero Tribe is about, what you do, and you know what this community does? Yeah, maybe um, I, I start with uh, there, there is a certain premise behind um, our work and, and our idea of, of a hero. We don't mm-hmm. perceive a hero as the, the one who the firefighter or the soldier. They can be heroes. But in our perception, we, we work with the concept of the hero's journey from Joseph Campbell. That's one of our main influences. And there the hero is the, the untapped potential in all of us humans. So we perceive everyone as a as a hero in the making, but unfortunately, most of us are delaying this uh, this unfolding. And mm-hmm. sometimes, for for all of our lifetime, we we are stuck in the status quo. And um, there is this beautiful potential in all humans, and we see that in the work that we are doing with people who who lived in an encrusted kind of. Uh, status quo for 40 50 60 years sometimes and then there comes a calling and that calling was there always in all of their lives but then something happened sometimes there's catastrophe happening and the call to adventure and then this we reawakens and um, this is something that we really want to support because we see that if more and more people are living out their true nature, their their hero archetype, then the world is just a better place because heroes don't do stupid things. Maybe in as a, uh, the useful hero does it, but not the uh, the hero who is really living out their potential. Okay, interesting. So you 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 have three founders, and and from reading your website. Totally different experiences, different skills. How do you integrate that into one message? Um, well, uh, because we see that everyone is has their own hero's journey, their path that they are on. Everyone is individual and and it is um, needs to hear maybe sometimes different things to to go on their path. And so okay. when the three of us met. We uh, noticed that obviously that we have all different backgrounds and we are three different characters. 
but uh, we all have the same vision and also for our own lives and and also developing our personal hero's journey and um well we kind of started working the three of us together um that it's it's just so beneficial if you can work uh, with a person. So with our clients, we uh, work the three of us with them. And then we have different perspectives because sometimes mm -hmm. what maybe my experience is, what I see or what I do uh, and suggest uh, might not work for that person. But then we find it out and then there can be a different perspective and so that's kind of how it's beautiful works together that we have the three different backgrounds and skills and can really uh, when someone is on a one-on-one -on -one mentoring uh, journey with us yeah really see what does this person needs to uh, become the hero of their life to go on their journey mm. so mm. There, as you mentioned there are a lot of people out there that ask themselves what their purpose is why are they put on this planet and they'll go a whole lifetime without ever finding that true purpose what is the first step that you go through with with these people that you help and in, in finding their true purpose and secondly is there just one purpose is it is when you talk about a life's purpose is it is there is there just one or can that change over time as your life evolves I think that's a beautiful and very important question. So the first part of it was, how do we start? And um, uh, we perceive that there is a, a misconception about purpose in society. And that makes it very difficult for people sometimes to, to venture out and uh, do the first steps because we have this idea that um, the purpose magically arrives and that there is this one golden sphere of a purpose that is waiting for me. And if I have that as my, my kind of guiding uh, operating system, what then happens is very often we wait on the couch, we watch Netflix, um, <laughs> we see other heroes in, on the screen, and we feel that yearning inside of us, but we are not doing anything. And the purpose is just not coming for whatever reason. And we are waiting and waiting and waiting. So... I believe that the first step, and that's also this concept of the hero's journey, is we need to answer the call to adventure. And that means to create momentum. And the call to adventure can be something really small, like going out um, for a walk every second day for 20 minutes. And, and then new things come into your life. And then your uh, purpose can unfold and I also, that's the second part of the, the beautiful question, is I also believe that purpose can change. And we are, um, we are peeling this mm -hmm. onion that is ourselves. And uh, every layer reveals a new aspect of our purpose, maybe. And so when you're working with your client, what types of questions or what types of activities, if, if that's what you do, to, to, to bring that out of them? Because essentially it's as you mentioned it's it's in here right they they know their purpose it's just that it's not in their subconscious mind it's it needs to be drawn out of them correct and how do you go about what are the steps that you go through the three of you in order to to help bring that out of a person 
I think the first step where we always start is that we do look uh, um, with our clients like what kind of vision or goal do they have at this very moment for their lives? What do they want to change? And that can be sometimes be more materialized um, goals or visions that they yeah, want to live in a different house, have a different job. But also sometimes it's that they want to feel differently. So we also mm -hmm. might take as a goal or vision, a emotion that they want to have more in their life, be more happy or have love or feel love. And, um, and then it's not the question of what do they have to do, but who do they have to become to become to get to that vision goal, to that emotion, um, to that experience in their life. And there is where we then start to work on yeah, you might uh, take first, you kind of get assignments. Uh, we're doing a lot of body work as well. We're working with Qigong uh, to kind of get the momentum rolling. And and while they are working on it, more clues and hints are coming up and blockages are coming up that we resolve. And through this process, people get more clear if also this vision or goal that they had is really the vision and goal or if they kind of just thought at that moment of the status quo, this is where they want to go. Oh, fascinating. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So here's one for you, just listening to both of you talking. Do you think if we were to go back, let's pick a figure, 200 years in history, uh, where there was far less, far fewer distractions from TV screens and Netflix, as Sasha said, than today, do you think people found their purpose easier or, or more completely then than now? Is, is this a modern problem or not necessarily? It's certainly a question that I ask myself as well. And uh, I believe to a certain degree, it, it might have been easier to maybe be content with what you were doing because uh, when you grew up as a farmer and the only thing you could possibly think of is also becoming a farmer, like your dad was, then uh, mm -hmm. you have more chance of feeling content. But nowadays, of course, there are millions of influences and everyone on social media kind of mirrors back to you that you should do something else yep. and, and live more fully. And so I think that that's definitely a big challenge. On the other hand, of course, we have so many uh, possibilities now. And mm -hmm. for the people who who get the, the tools to navigate that, I think it's a beautiful time. If you don't uh, train the tools to navigate this confusion, then it can be a really difficult time nowadays. Sure, sure, sure. I, I asked the question because I'm fairly old compared to the rest of you. And thinking back to my childhood, and it's a very easy trap to fall into things were always better when I was young, I, and I'm trying to avoid that trap. However, I, my observation would be that people were generally more content um, when I was growing up as a child 50 years ago, 60 years ago, in my environment. And, and I might have lived in, I lived in Africa at the time. Uh, it was just an observation. So perhaps there's something in that from what you're saying. And so... Uh yeah, I just wanted to add, uh, I'm coming from this very traditional Chinese martial arts and energy mm -hmm. background. I spend a lot of time in Asia in temples and monasteries, and I can totally relate to that, that mm -hmm. you're for an easy life and just mm -hmm. concentrating on what you're doing and, and being there. And that's also, it's, it's a big part of what we want to give our clients as a tool. You know, excellent. I, I remember, sorry, Peter, I didn't mean to cut in. I, no, go. No, I, I remember when I was uh, in Peru, 
uh, a number of years ago on an ayahuasca retreat. And they took us, they took us into the jungle and they took us to these little villages where people lived with literally nothing. I mean, they had nothing. I mean, they didn't have a home. They did. They lived outside, but there was a joyousness to them. You know, I, I, I'd observe the women washing their clothes in the Amazon river and, and here they are laughing and carrying on. There was just a lightness. And then we look at our lives, our busy lives, living in the cities and everything is fast paced and and it's, it's always go, 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 go. And now, 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 and we want more, more, more. And then I always think back to these people. There was just something in a simple life, but joy, there was joy. Anyways, I don't know if I'm getting off topic, Peter, but go ahead. <laughs> oh, true. I, I'm very interested to ask both Sasha and Camilla about your camps. You have Hero <laughs> Camps Worldwide from your website. Tell our, tell our audience more about those. Yes, uh, we call them the Spirit of the Hero Camps. And, um, well, it is wonderful what technology offers us to work uh, worldwide uh, with clients online. But um, we love it to get together with people and really also immerse there into an extraordinary world. Um, we find it really important that people who want to make really lasting transformation or change in their lives, that they're also kind of trained while they are in their normal environment. Mm-hmm. It's to um, like, But yeah, it really helps also for, for example, a period of one or two weeks to go into this extraordinary world where you're just surrounded with like-minded and so at our camps, uh, also through these steps of, okay, what is your, your vision, your project at the moment? Uh, who do you need to become? And um, and also what maybe um, dragons or shadows are on your path that you want to uh, kind of face and bring up to the light so it can support you and not distract you on your path. And that's what we do at the camps. And uh, from the activities, it's from um, that we do um, kind of lectures, teachings as well with the, the concept of the hero's journey and also the um, five elements, uh, the Chinese five elements we're using as a concept, get mm-hmm. a perspective on your life. But also we get very active uh, with uh, from Qigong to yoga. Uh, we're using uh, the beautiful uh, nature to get uh, um, yeah, in connect with nature and um yeah and have just this whole perspective and um holistic approach to to making these changes so people who come to our Mm -hmm. they're leaving very motivated and with new steps as well that they can take towards their vision and goals oh fantastic sounds sounds good Yeah. yeah and so how does your mission translate into everyday life for someone so what would it look like for someone to live the way that your mission sets out yeah so um we we have an active tribe um with i would say different circles and layers so there are people who come to our monthly event which we call tribe time it's a free online event and there we we do a bit of what what we teach so there is qigong there is um um, in, in positive ways, uh, working with your visions and sharing your ideas with others. 
And then we have a um, like a tighter circle in the center where uh, people really work with us. And um, they, um, well, usually what we try to give them are routines that are really uh, helping this uh, to grow this momentum, to to propel them step by step out of this old stagnant status quo that they don't mm -hmm. want longer. So it's not that they they are meditating uh, or training for the whole day. It's we we inject. Uh, little tools here and there, which uh, already creates momentum. And then what Camilla already mentioned is when we create momentum out of our status quo, what usually comes up are our blockages mm -hmm. because they feel triggered and they show up and then we need to deal with them. And that's where our therapeutic coaching aspect comes in, where we then work with with the people on these blockages when they show up in the moment and they get assignment for for that so there's also this period which nowadays is often called shadow work which is absolutely necessary because these blockages were already there they were just waiting mm -hmm. <clears throat> okay very good very good here's one for you how does your your philosophy or your training support people from various faiths? And do you find there is any conflict between what you're teaching and any of the major faiths at all? The major, I'm sorry, I didn't. Uh, faith. Right? Faith. Uh, faith. Oh, so, oh, yes. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you already have. Um, yeah. I think that's also an interesting question. We we certainly had different faith, um, many different um, also spiritual directions where, where mm -hmm. we already were in. Um, we are very, very open to all kinds of philosophies. Um, the only thing I would guess people would need is an openness because we... Mm -hmm. We have various backgrounds. We There is a lot of Chinese philosophy in, in our teachings. There is um, Indian philosophy. There is some um, some ancient Christian uh, ideas. Uh, there is um, Hawaiian wisdom um, in, mm -hmm. in the things we do. So uh, people just need to be very open to accept uh, ideas from other uh, philosophies and traditions. But we are certainly not fixed to one faith, for example. Okay, interesting. So you've described to us the hero camps, but you also have a hero tribe academy. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, what we call the hero tribe academy is all um, of those who are working with us also online. And there, there's an option to have like mentoring training where there are one-on-one -on -one sessions. Um, but also like every uh, Monday, everyone who is in our different uh, programs are meeting for our vision masterclasses where we all train together. And um, so, uh, yeah, next to the one-on-one -on -one mentoring um, people, or we offer as well online courses where they can go through like a self-study uh, path, but also they are in our Hero Tribe Academy and joining us always on Mondays to, to train together. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. So here's one for you, and, and, and it might sound like a curveball, and don't take offense. It's one that I think a lot of people would ask. Many, many years ago, when I was younger and hadn't found my true purpose anyway, I had a brief flirtation with Scientology, and I quickly realized that this was a dangerous path to go down. So I terminated my little involvement with them but it's always stuck in my mind how easy it is to get involved with with a cult and how do you resist the criticism from perhaps some sources that you might be a cult 
How do you set people's mind at rest on that one? Well, first of all, of course, there are there are interesting criticisms about the the idea of the hero tribe. Some people are offended by the idea of the hero because in mm -hmm. their perception that is reserved for people who rescued maidens in despair. But that's yeah. not our philosophy. Um, then there are always some people who think like we are more like a um, life role play thing because we use the image, uh, the imagery of of heroes. Um, when it comes to a cult, um, that is certainly something that coming from this lifelong martial arts background, I, I observed cults. I also um, have trained with some almost cultist like martial arts circles and there are a lot mm -hmm. of And um, I think one thing that I identified is that um, there, there is a very, it's very rigid and um, it's, it's not open anymore to new influences. And that's, right. we really want to prevent, we see the tribe as something that has no boundaries. Um, it, it is constantly growing and constantly new ideas are floating into the center of it. And we, we, deal with them and we see what we can use and, and whatnot. And uh, also we love to bring in um, guest teachers into our trainings, for example. And um, I think that is one way to, to prevent us getting uh, in, in a direction like that. And of course, if people criticize that, the only thing we, we would say is like, see how we, we operate and, and join one of our free events, for example. And most mm -hmm. people, um, uh, love it and see that we are very uh, it's it's a very heartfelt group our main energy that we want to spread is kind of comes from the heart and I think mostly you can't go wrong with that mm -hmm. no it sounds good and it was an observation as I say from my experience with something else I, I certainly personally wouldn't draw that inference from your website for instance and from what I've read and learned about you so I'm going to jump in Kathleen with another quick question we got a little bit of time in hand either one of you could answer this one I've had lots of ups and downs in my life and I, I I think I'm on the right track at last but I don't know and it's taken me 70 years to work out one out do you find a lot of people need a big upset in their life of some form or another before they are motivated to to start working on the things that you are working on and really find their true purpose and lead a path that will lead them to contentment? Or what's the trigger for a lot of people to start doing what you're teaching? I think there comes this step of the, the call to adventure. And as Sasha mentioned before as well, it can be a, a very little call or a very big one. So mm -hmm. you have people from just joining us because they just feel like, hey, there there must be more out there. Or sure. for example, my personal call was that I I worked in a job uh, 16 hours and, and I just felt unhappy. And I was wondering, how can I be you know, happy again? And that was my call to uh, open up my perspective and find new ways. But also the calls sometimes can be uh, much bigger as they come with some sort of uh, sickness or physical um, mm -hmm. issues. And and so I wouldn't say that everyone really has to go uh, kind of rock bottom before they will change their lives. I think it can come in any any situations. And okay. also just the call to having a new job because you are not happy at your job. Can mm -hmm. we start to change something and meeting new people might bring new insights that just make you wonder or having new desires for your life. So, okay. 
certainly have the the full spectrum in our academy, for example, and mm-hmm. that makes it so so interesting in in my point of view. Uh, I, I'm sure. I'm sure it does. Back to you, Kathleen. What message would you have for anyone listening to this right now, where they're feeling very down on themselves, feeling like they haven't found that purpose in their lives? They feel like they're just wandering aimlessly through life with no direction. What would you say to that person listening right now? Well, maybe you can add something, but I would start with that we truly believe, and we saw that in so many people, that um, we are all the archetype of the hero. We are we all live out our own hero's story, mm-hmm. and we are not the, the side character in someone else's hero's story. The only thing we need to do is acknowledge that. And what I always say is um, the, the concept that we use now has 12 steps. Uh, of the hero's journey. And there is, in this concept, there is no step number 13. You can't be outside. The only thing is you can be stuck in one of the steps. But everything Mm -hmm. is already there in you. And I would love to add as well that it's never too late to make changes. And also sometimes they don't need to be so huge to change your whole environment and, and where you are and who you are. Um, and also with this, it's never too late. A lot of our clients are um, over 50, 60, and, and they, I have, we have one client and he never thought he could have made such a huge change still in his life, but it's possible and it's possible mm-hmm. to happen in, in six months that you're just opening up to a new life. So um i i would always say take one step after the other if there is some kind of desire kind of go after it and see uh be open what doors are opening up on this path and and you are on your hero's journey you are always on your hero's journey mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. so you have a hero's handbook tell us about that and how can people get a hold of and um, the Hero's Handbook is, uh, our idea was to have like like um, a Boy Scout manual kind of, uh, mm-hmm. if, if you feel stuck or if you, if you feel amazing, but you think there's more, then, then this book is a great start to work with the Hero's Journey, to work with our philosophy. And uh, yeah, it's a very empowering book. We interviewed as well. Very good. We interviewed 10 uh, beautiful heroes that are spread around the world who also give inspiration on their different paths that they are on in this book. Excellent. Now, you did. I just had a little bit of a, of a technical glitch here, but did you say how you can get a hold of this book? Yes, you, you find it on our website. That's the easiest way um, on hero-tribe.com. And there's, I think, a link directly to the book. Perfect. Thank you. Okay, good. And for our audio listeners, that link will be in the description on whatever platform you happen to be listening to this on. Back to you, Kathleen. So how do people contact you? Um, Yeah, to check out our website where you definitely find also a link to Instagram. You find us on Instagram and on Facebook. And um, there you can send us private messages. We are happy to always receive feedback and talks and go into conversations and also over our website, you find information about our Spirit of the Hero camps that are taking place. Um, and also this 
uh, November, we're starting in a first round of um, Hero Mentor certification. So uh, we had a lot of people asking, oh, how can I learn to mm-hmm. do what you are doing? And uh, yeah, we went after this call of, to adventure that we got and starting this November with the first group of a one year long training. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Good. Kudos. That's good. Yes. Very good. Oh, that is great. Thank you very much. And last message for our audience from my side. You've seen another bonus. Two guests in one. Always interesting guest. To make sure you don't miss our guests that are coming up in the weeks to come, sign up for our newsletter. Go to theyackingshow.com. We only send you one email a week, and you won't miss our new guests coming on. And that's it. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Sasha and Kumila. It was great to meet you. Back to Kathleen. Well, thank you both so very much for uh, being with us today. We really enjoyed having you. And thank you all so very much for tuning into our show. If anyone is interested in being a guest on our show, please visit us at theyackingshow.com. All you need to do is click on the contacts tab where you will find a short application form and we would love to hear from you. So until next time, take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.